Hey guys, so welcome to episode three of the Be Her podcast. My name is Rachel, if you're new, and I'm the host, obviously. (laughs) Um, I am a college student currently kind of trying to figure out what I want to do, but I'm leaning towards the medical field, particularly being an x-ray tech, but I also just applied for a medical assistant program at my local community college. So I'm thinking of diving into medical assisting to get my foot in the door in the medical field and then uh, kind of transitioning over to being an x-ray tech. That's what my current plans are, but um, something you should know about me is I'm still figuring it out and I keep changing my mind, so that's not 100% set in stone. That's just where I'm at right now. Anyway, um, that's a brief intro to me. (laughs) Hi, welcome. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Um, Yeah, so today's episode, I wanted to talk about sort of how I've been balancing my life lately. Again, if you guys are new, and even if you're not new, just to give you an idea of everything that I'm sort of trying to balance (laughs) this semester, just in general where I'm at right now in life, what all I'm trying to balance. I work as a part-time cashier at a grocery store in my hometown. I'm also a part-time journalist, a part-time writer. I don't know what you want to call it. I write for a local newspaper in my community. Not a lot, so that one's like on the low bar of my priorities, but when I have time, I'll write articles for them. I get a little bit of money from it. So technically, I'm also a part-time writer. I am currently enrolled in two online classes, which one of them is Introductory Chemistry. I hate it. It's a bane of my existence. I never want to take a chem class again unless I absolutely have to. Um, But yeah, I'm taking that class, which is four credits. And then I'm also taking an Intercultural Communications class online, which is another three credits do the math, it's seven college credits, which, so I'm, I'm part-time in college, but one of them's a chem class, so am I really, you know? Um, <laughs> I also run my YouTube channel where I try to get videos out each week. Sometimes that's a little bit difficult because of how much I'm trying to balance in my life. And then obviously I have the podcast here, and I try to get episodes out again each week, preferably on Mondays at 5 a.m., still working on that. It's a little bit of a struggle from time to time. And then I actually just recently got my own website up and going where I'm hoping to be able to write blog posts. I've wanted to have my own website for so long, you guys, and I have, I can't even tell you how many websites I've actually created, but I just never published them. But I finally got one up. It's www.rachelalora.com. I currently have the homepage done and the about page done, but I don't have any blog posts yet. DM me. Let me get, let me know what you guys want me to write about. I have a list of ideas. I messaged my friend, Brooke, and I'm like, what should I write in my blog post? And she's like, oh, do some like self-care ideas, like self-care things you can do for yourself. And like, about this and that and this and that and I'm like oh those are some really good ideas so anyway you guys should DM me if you have ideas always looking for new ideas and if you guys want me to write about something in particular definitely feel free to reach out over on my personal Instagram or on the podcast Instagram 
both of which are linked in the show notes. And then obviously, I'm a human being, so I have family, I have friends, I have other obligations like that that I try to commit to. So um, yeah, that's kind of an overview of everything I try to balance in my life on top of like my personal goals, like fitness and health and stuff like that, you know? Anyway, all right. (laughs) Before we jump into all of my tips and sort of like what I try to do to manage everything, I want to disclaim this by saying I'm a human being and even though I try to do these things, I do slip up sometimes. I do fall into ruts. I think that's completely natural. I think that's completely human. All of us go through that. So, you know, but these are the things that I try to kind of do to help myself out in balancing all of this. But but before we jump into that, (laughs) I have a couple updates I want to give and just kind of like a weekly catch up. I think that that's a really good way to start podcast episodes is just to catch up with you guys. So the first thing I want to talk about is that I just, before recording, I just finished reading for my chem class, which honestly, you guys, I just want to be super transparent my chemistry class is like the most prominent stressor in my life right now. I feel like I have to work my butt off even just to get like a normal, like a B, you know, like, like I'm doing everything in my power and I'm still not excelling. I'm still barely grasping the concepts. It's so hard for me. I don't like chemistry at all. And then there's aspects of it where they kind of branch into biology or even physics. And I'm not big on physics, but I can understand those. Or when they branch into biology, I, I'm obsessed. I'm like, yes, let me let me know. I want to know. But like when they're talking about general, like just chemistry, I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't understand. And I think a big part of the problem is honestly the textbook. They make it so complicated and it makes me so upset you guys not that I'm like trying to bash the textbook but also yes I am because once I finally understand a concept I'll go back to the textbook and be like why did you explain it that way I don't understand they make it so much more complicated than it needs to be and keep in mind this is an introductory chemistry class like it's literally introduction to chemistry so it's for non- chem non-science majors and they're explaining it in such a way that like makes it so difficult to wrap your head around compared to if they just explained it the way it was it would be so much easier to understand so the book itself is kind of frustrating I find that once I watch the professor's actual lecture videos and go through some of the like practice worksheets that she puts out it makes more sense to me, but it's like I still need to read the textbook to understand the fundamental concepts. So it's just, it's just frustrating. But anyway, yeah, I just finished my chem reading for the week, and it's currently Friday, so I still have to watch the lecture videos and do worksheets in the lab. Pretty much everything for my chem class because. If you guys listened to my last podcast episode, you would know that I sort of got behind in my chem class. Um, just because last week was pretty stressful for me. So I actually finished up my chem from last week, this week, like this Monday. And so now I haven't been able to get to this week's chem until 
today, Friday. <laughs> Luckily though, next week is spring break and I plan on catching up in my chem class and hopefully getting ahead in my communications class so I can focus a little bit more on my chem class because that's the, again, like I said, major stressor in my life. As I keep saying, the bane of my freaking existence. I hate it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully I'll be able to get caught up next week a little bit more. Cross my fingers like I'm really, really hoping. Next update. <laughs> I have been trying to upload this week's vlog all day and yesterday and every time I try to upload it to YouTube it's taking forever to upload the video and it was so like it was stuck on 94% like all night and then I woke up this morning and it hadn't budged and so I deleted it out and now I keep trying to upload it but it keeps getting stuck on random numbers and I mean it'll be stuck there for hours so it's like making no progress. It's just, so if the, if the vlog didn't end up getting up on Friday, hopefully I'll be able to get it up either Saturday, Sunday, maybe it'll come out today when this episode is going live on Monday, like I don't know when I'm going to be able to get it out, but I've been trying, so I just wanted to put that in here, like that's also been slightly stressful and frustrating, I don't understand what is taking so long or why it's being the way it's being. Um, I've just been trying to not think about it because it stresses me out. <laughs> um, overall, honestly, this week has just been fairly stressful, which is sort of sucky because last week was really stressful as well for different reasons. This week has been stressful just because it's been so eventful and, um, and by eventful, I mean, like, I've had a lot of responsibilities and obligations. And I switched shifts with one of my coworkers at the grocery store I work at on Thursday. So instead of working 8 to 12 in the morning, like 8 a.m. until 12 p.m., which is what I normally work, I ended up working 10 to 2, like 10 a.m. till 2. And I didn't, I didn't love the shift, like, Working there during that time was awesome because I had some of the coolest co-workers I was working with. So it was actually really fun when I was working. But overall, since it was like a midday shift, I didn't get any homework done on Thursday. And I didn't get homework done. Like I was going to do most of my chem on Wednesday. However, Wednesday came around and I ended up like needing to get my video up because that's also a priority of mine. And I know school comes first, but I just also really was not feeling motivated to do my chem homework at all. So I pushed it off and then Thursday came, my work shift was weird and I didn't get any homework done then. And now today came, I finally got my chem reading done, which is good, but I still have my lecture videos and everything. Um, I kind of worked it out though, I just rearranged my schedule. I think flexibility is pretty crucial. It's something I'm going to talk about later when I start talking about my tips on balancing everything. Flexibility is definitely a big thing. And um, this week, I've definitely had to be quite flexible because I've had so much that I've needed to get done that I just kind of have to cram some of, some of it in and during times when I'd really rather not be doing work. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's been kind of stressful. However, 
I was able to clean my room today, which makes me feel so much better. My germaphobe self was like, yes, queen. <laughs> and I also planned out my next week, which, like I said, is spring break. And I hope to get caught up on a bunch of my schoolwork. Again, fingers crossed I can do that. Um, but I planned it all out, so hopefully I can stick with that schedule. And uh, after, after recording this episode here, I plan on putting my clothes away, which will also just make me feel so much better. My OCD will calm down a little bit because I hate having clothes not put away. Like, it bugs me. I hate clutter. I can't stand it. I'm a very type A person. <laughs> and also, after the podcast episode, hopefully there'll still be light out, like, where the season we're in right now. And I live in Minnesota, so it gets dark by, like, 5 p.m. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully, again, fingers crossed, I'll be able to go for a walk. I find that that's a really good way for me to manage my stress. And like I said, this week has been pretty stressful. I think the one thing that's really kept me sane is I've been pretty on top of my workout schedule, which sounds kind of weird, but um, I like to go for runs. It helps me manage my stress. And I've been really on top of that. However, today's my rest day. It's kind of driving me insane. I want to go for a run because I feel stressed. But I need to let my body rest, you know. Um, but hopefully I'll be able to go for a walk. I, I find that moving my body and listening to music really helps me kind of get out of my head a little bit. It helps me manage my stress, you know. Alright, so moving into some of my tips and sort of what I try to do in order to balance my life and feel a little bit better, even though I have so much going on. Um, my The first thing that I really try to do is to incorporate small things every single day that I really love doing. I guess you could sort of think of it as like giving myself some me time. I feel like in the past though... And I'll kind of talk about this a little bit more in my second tip. But in the past, I had like really extensive me time, like routines, you know, like a long morning routine, long skincare routine, like almost unattainable type routines. And that just is not something that I can do right now with my busy schedule. And I feel like some of you could really relate to that too. Then again, maybe there's some of you that are still in quarantine and, you know, taking even more time for yourself would be a good thing. Like, I don't know. We all kind of have to find that individual balance of what works. With my particular schedule, since it is so busy, is I try to incorporate small things that I love every single day over having long, unattainable, like, morning routines or evening routines, skincare routines. So some of the small things that I try to incorporate into my into my routines and just into my days, I love coffee. You guys know this. If you've been listening for a while, if you follow me on YouTube, you know I'm obsessed with coffee. I think literally my Instagram bio says probably drinking coffee, which I know it's basic, but it's also very true. In my last episode, I think I talked about um, how I can get my, how I started getting migraines when I tried to go off caffeine for a little bit. So I'm, I'm actually addicted to coffee. But besides the point, coffee is something that I really love. And it's sort of like, it makes me happy. I know that sounds 
cringy <laughs> and cheesy, but in the morning when, you know, I get up early, I get up at 5.20 every single day, if you guys didn't know that, and um, just having that to look forward to when I get out of bed is like, I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to make myself a cup of coffee. It just makes me happy. It gives me something to get out of bed for. And I like that time in the morning when I'm just on my computer, either doing research on something I want to do research on, watching YouTube videos, or, you know, doing whatever I'm doing that I, I don't give myself, like, something specific that I do. I know I used to have in my routine, I would make my coffee, and then I'd come upstairs, and I'd journal, and, and read, and I did that every single day, but it got to be so boring, I guess, and it got to be so, like, it, like, it felt like a chore after a while, so now I just incorporate coffee, like, drinking coffee and doing something on my computer that I enjoy doing. But then the other day, I felt like journaling, so I drank my coffee while I was journaling, and that really worked for me. So I don't set that restriction on myself. But anyway, the point the point of the tip <laughs> is to incorporate something small. So I don't have an extensive morning routine, but I do make coffee every single morning because it makes me happy. I also try to incorporate some form of movement every single day because it makes me happy and it helps me manage my stress. Like I said, I really enjoy running just because it helps me get out of my head. And Anyway, it just works for me. So I try to incorporate running each day. I do it around like noon, like right before lunch is when I tend to try to work that into my schedule. Just helps split up my day. It's just what works. But if I can't get a run in because I'm so busy, I'll try to get a walk in in the evening. Or I'll try to like while I'm listening to my lecture videos, walk or something instead of just sitting. That's not always possible because sometimes I have to take notes, but whenever I am able to, I'll try to incorporate movement because it just, it makes me feel good. And then, um, I also like to take my evenings, even if it's only, like, if I'm working late on homework until, like, six, which is late for me because I go to bed early and I get up early. That's just how I am. But if I... I'm working on my homework or something until like 6 or 7 p.m., then even even if I only take an hour or two before I go to bed, I will try to do it reading or spending time with my family and watching like a movie or something. I just find that that's really essential for me. Otherwise, I get burnt out if I don't do that. I think it's sort of like taking a break at the end of the day, putting my work aside and just calming down before bed. It's super, super important for me. And another thing that I really like to do is I will take showers every single day. I know that some people say you're not supposed to do that for, like, washing your hair, but I don't care. Like, I don't care. It makes me feel good. Like, I like the feeling of being clean. Like I said, I'm kind of a germaphobe, so I like to shower every single night. It also, I feel like, relaxes me bedtime I don't know um but that's another small thing I like to incorporate and those are sort of the quote-unquote me time things that I do and then obviously I do my skincare and I brush my teeth and all those things like your pamper routine or whatever um those are all super important just for taking care of yourself and I try to eat as healthy as I can so that I feel 
as good as I can. Um, those are just things that I aim to do and I find that it really helps me since I do have a busy schedule. I, I try to do those things because they make me feel the best, they make me feel the most productive, and they make it easier for me to manage a busy schedule. Moving on to the second tip that I have for you guys is to find routines that work for you. I know there's so many videos over on YouTube, there's so many blog posts about people sharing their productive morning routines. There was like a trend where people tried CEO's morning routines and they were like these long, extensive ass morning routines. I used to be one of those people that had a very long morning routine. That was super unattainable if you have any type of a job or busy schedule. And now that I sort of have a busier schedule, those routines just don't work for me. I can't be going for a run every single morning before I'm clocking in to my job at 8 a.m. Like there's just no way I can do that and then also keep on top of my schoolwork and everything else. Like it just doesn't work. But for me to try to get a run in in the middle of the day as a break to my studying to break up my morning and my evening, that works for me. And I think that's the key is finding something that works for your life. That's what balance is all about. It's not like it's sort of some, it's on an individual basis. It's not like I can sit here and say, here's exactly what you need to do in order to balance your life. It's about figuring out what you have in your life, where your priorities are at, and then finding routines that help you get what you need to get done, done in the way they need to get done. If that makes sense, that was like the weirdest way of saying that. Um, but yeah, the best example I have for this, like I said, is I used to have really long morning routines now my morning routine is just getting up in the morning, making my bed, brushing my teeth. Um, I go downstairs, I make my coffee, like I said, and I also have recently, I've been making this hormone balancing smoothie, which is something I'm doing to try to naturally balance my hormones. If you guys don't know about that, I guess you could listen to my last podcast episode I recently went off of birth control and I'm trying to change my diet slightly to sort of help with that. It's a whole thing. Again, you can listen to my last episode if you're curious about it, or I could record a whole episode in the future talking about it if you guys wanted me to. DM me if you're interested in that at all. But anyway, so I'll make my hormone balancing smoothie, which is just like banana and strawberries and blueberries and then spinach and protein powder maca root and mct oil which is like healthy fats i believe that's oh and then flaxseed so i mix all that together and then i'll bring that upstairs with my coffee and i'll sit down on both of those and once i'm at least like halfway done with my smoothie i'll take my supplements and i'm just on my computer for a little bit when it gets to be around seven on days where i'm working when it gets to be a little bit before 7, I will head downstairs, get dressed for work, go start my car, let it run for a little bit, and then head off to work. And days where I'm not working in the morning, I will try to get going on my schoolwork by 8 a.m. So I'll get ready for the day, maybe do my makeup if I want to, whatever, and then start my homework for sure by 8 a.m. That's my morning routine. It It's pretty simple and like I said it can kind of change every day 
I don't have a super structured morning routine. I just have things that I tend to do in the morning because they work for me. And that's what it's really about is finding a routine that works for you. And I used to work out, like a lot of people, it's like, do you work out in the morning or do you work out at night? And I mean, realistically, if I had a full-time job, I'd have to pick one or the other if I wanted to be working out because I wouldn't be able to get it done around lunchtime. But with the schedule that I have right now, the routine that works best for me is to be working out midday and then it splits my day up. It's just what works for me. Moving on to my third tip is sort of how I plan. So I'm just going to do a brief overview of how I plan things to kind of keep on track, but also not stress myself out. I am one of those people, my anxiety mostly manifests from overwhelm. So if I put too much on my plate, I'll get super anxious about it and then just put it off. Or I'll get super anxious about it and like do it, but I'm stressed out doing it. And then it's really bad for me mentally. Um, so what I, what I do to manage everything is I have this whiteboard in my room and I will do a weekly to-do each week. And typically I split it up. So I'll do a weekly to-do, which is Monday through Friday, and then I'll switch it and I'll have like a weekend to-do. If, you know, just, and the weekend to-do is usually a lot shorter, obviously, than my weekly to-do. But I'll just have like a list. So I at least have an overlay of everything. Overlay, wow, you can tell I'm a YouTuber. (laughs) An overview of everything that I have to do during the week. And then as I go, I'll cross it off and it sort of gives me motivation as I cross things off. And as it, as the whiteboard continues to have things get crossed off, it just, it's like, okay, I'm getting to the end of the week. I'm getting close. Like I'm on track. I'm doing good. You know, whereas, um, if I don't have things crossed off, I'm like, okay, I kind of need to step it up and start getting some things done because I'm falling behind here. It just helps me to have it in front of me at a glance so I can see sort of where I'm at. Then, I, I prefer weekly spreads and I prefer weekly planning. It just, it's what works for me so I can have an overview. I, so for my daily planning, it's in a weekly spread. I use the Dream Achieve Workbook from Hannah Ashton, if you guys are familiar at all. But I used to use a Walmart planner. Like, I just basically need a weekly spread, right? And um, within that weekly spread, I'll do it in to-do list format. So I will go through my weekly to-do from my whiteboard, which I put together by looking at my course syllabi or just going onto the online D2L, you know, the online platform for my courses, right? And looking at what I have due the upcoming week, what I need to do. And I'll, I'll put together my whiteboard And I'll also look at my work schedule and what I plan on doing for content-wise. I'll put that all together on my whiteboard, which sounds like a whole process, but it actually isn't that bad. And I like to do it because it helps me keep my life together. So I put that all on my whiteboard. Then I'll open up my weekly spread, my, my planner to the weekly spread. And I will start figuring out, like, arranging where I want to do, when I want to do things, you know, so like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I typically am doing schoolwork because I typically work Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, so I'll typically do my schoolwork Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 
so I'll figure out when I want to do my labs, when I want to do my chemistry assignments, when I want to do my stuff for my communication class. I'll figure out when I'm going to film my videos, edit them. I'll put it together, but I always write it in pencil because I have to be super flexible because things come up, life happens, and sometimes i got to change things around. But it helps me going into a new week to have it all laid out so I kind of have like a game plan going forward. I also use Google Calendar. I don't use it that often. What I do use it for is for my content calendars, for my YouTube videos, and for podcast episodes. So I'll typically do that monthly. I'll plan out like some YouTube content. If it's vlogs, I'll literally just write vlog. <laughs> but if I have a specific video that I plan on filming, then I'll write that out, maybe put some plans in there. Again, I do that monthly. And for the podcast episodes, I'll just like put in Google Calendar the different podcast episode topics I want to talk about during the different weeks. And again, that can always change, but it just helps me to have some ideas, especially if I have a stressful week and I don't want to have to try to come up with something for a podcast episode. It helps to have some ideas down when I do my monthly planning. But yeah, I use Google Calendar just for some content planning. And then I will also use Google Calendar if I need to time block my dates. I know some people always time block. I personally find it stressful unless, or like not necessarily stressful. It can be stressful for me. I'm more so, like I don't find it useful for me unless it's a very busy day. Like I have a lot of stuff I need to do. Time blocking will help me sort out how I'm going to get it all done in the span of like one day, 24 hours, you know what I mean? So that's when I'll use like time blocking, I'll use Google Calendar. So that's kind of a brief overview of how I plan everything. It sounds very in-depth, but it's not actually that complicated. We all develop our own systems and things that work for ourselves. That's just how I personally plan it. I find that doing a weekly, like, weekly, how do I word this? I find that looking at things weekly is really helpful because, especially in the weekly spread, I can break it down daily and I, I operate in lists. I really do. Like I said, my whiteboard is my weekly to-do in its list format and then my weekly spread each day is list format of to-dos. That's just, it's what works for me. And seeing it at a weekly glance helps me see the progress I'm making for the week. So if I don't get something done earlier in the week and then I got to move it to later in the week, it, it just helps me to visualize that compared to if I just went day by day, it'd be hard for me to see everything that I need to get done. So that's why I like to do what that's why I like to operate in a weekly type way. <laughs> I don't know how to word this, but you guys know what I mean. But then also moving on to the next tip is how I kind of make it so that my anxiety doesn't get the best of me and I don't get overwhelmed by doing it that way. Because seeing everything you have to do in a week with how busy my schedule is, it's a lot. And so it's really easy for me to get in my head and get very overwhelmed with it. However, like I said, my next tip is to prioritize. And this is what helps keep me from getting too overwhelmed and I'm completely human and um, I'm not perfect and so sometimes even though I prioritize 
I'll still get overwhelmed. I'll still get anxious and I'll have like anxiety attacks or mental breakdowns because I feel overwhelmed. That's just how I operate. Like it just kind of happens. Um, but prioritizing what needs to get done really helps me. So the way, some of the ways that I do this, first of all, as far as daily to-dos go, I try to focus on the day at hand. So since I get the weekly planning, I take that stress away from like needing to figure everything out mentally every time I sit down to do something like, okay, I need to do this, but then I also need to do this later in the week and blah, 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 blah. By planning it out weekly like that, I have my daily to-do and I can focus then in on that. But even that is a task in itself because I'll have quite large to-do lists each day, right? And so every single day, I will prioritize my list of to-dos. So I'll look at my weekly spread. I'll see what I have to do that day. So let's say it's Monday. I look at my weekly spread at Monday. I ignore Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. (laughs) I just look at Monday. I go on to a sticky note and I'll write out what I need to do. And then I will prioritize the most important tasks. And so anything school-related that is due is, like, number one. If there's something that's going to be due that day, that is definitely my number one priority. If there's something that's going to be due the next day, that's my number one priority, like, if I need to get it done. Um, If there's something that could easily get pushed off even until the next week, that's, like, my last priority. It's just my way of figuring out what I really need to get done and then focusing my attention on that first. So there's this thing, I learned it from Renee Amberg on YouTube. She called them MITs and she got this from somewhere else. So I don't even know who originally came up with this, but it's your most important tasks. And so you create like a list of three things that are your most important tasks to get done that day. And so when Renee Amberg said this, she will, she said she has her three MIT's most important tasks and that's like what she focuses on. And then once she gets those done, if she doesn't want to do the other stuff, she doesn't need to. The way that I personally do it, because I typically have more than just three things on my list, is I'll organize it and I'll have like my top three things I need to get done. But then once I cross one of those off, I'll add a new one to the list. So there's constantly like three things that are my most important tasks and I just sort of go in order. You don't even have to think of it as three most important tasks. You could just order it. So like if you have a list of five things you need to do that day, prioritize them and have like most important, second most important, third most important, just number them with the numbers and then do them in that order. And then so if like let's say you have one assignment that's due that day, but you had this other stuff you wanted to get done. If you get the assignment done, that was your number one priority, and it's good that you got that done. Let's say you get one of your other assignments done, that's great, and then you're starting to feel really burnt out, or you get a headache, or something bad happens. Because you prioritize that, and you got the first thing, which is the most important thing, done first, like you got that under your belt, and so you can maybe cut yourself some slack, Show yourself some self-compassion and say, okay, I have a headache right now, or I'm really not in the right place to be doing the rest of the stuff on my list. How can I, like, move this off until later in the week when I'm in a better headspace? That works for me so much. It helps me to, over- it helps me to avoid overwhelm anxiety, which, like I said, is 
how my anxiety usually manifests. It just really, really helps me to, you know, not beat myself up so much if I don't complete my entire to-do list because at least at the end of the day, I got the most important things done. So yes, prioritizing is really what helps me to control my overwhelm anxiety. Moving on. Sorry if you guys just heard me flip the paper. I'm trying to work on the audio, so forgive me if there's like some weird noises. I'm working on it, you know. Okay, my fifth tip is taking breaks. And I talked about this in my last episode. It's so hard for me to take breaks because I'm the type of person that just wants to keep going. Like, I I don't like taking breaks, but they are very productive. And I've learned that taking breaks is pretty essential. Otherwise, I will get burnt out. And I think that's the case for most people. So, on days where I'm just at home studying... Um, even on days when I work, but just in sessions when I'm studying. The way that I typically try to do it is I'll look at the time when I start, and sometimes I'll set a timer, sometimes I don't. It doesn't matter. Sometimes setting a timer just mentally helps me so I don't have to be looking at the clock all the time, and I'm just like, okay, I'm setting my clock for 45 minutes or for 50 minutes, and I'm just going to focus on studying for that time, and my alarm will go off, and then that's when I get a break. Sometimes that really helps me to just focus in on what I'm doing. But other times I'm like, I don't want to use an alarm, so I'm not going to do that. But I'll typically aim to study for about 45 to 50 minutes at a time. And then I'll give myself a 10 to 15 minute break. And usually during those breaks, I'll have to go to the bathroom, um, if I'm being real. And I'll just go on TikTok or do something not school related. I pretty much never do anything productive during my 10 to 15 minute breaks, but by taking the break, I'm being very productive. So that's how I manage studying, especially for long periods of time with my chem class, the reading and the lecture videos and worksheets and just every, like the content itself is very time consuming. So there are times when I'm doing chemistry most of the day this is how I, like, need to study. Like, I need to use that type of method because if I just go hardcore for three or four hours at a time, like, my brain will be so, like, it'll be mush. It will be so burnt out. I just, I can't do that. So, breaks are super important. I also take my lunch break slash my workout break. It's usually two hours in the middle of the day, which used to stress me out. I'm like, oh my god, I can't be taking two hours for this. But then I'm like, girl, in the grand scheme of things, Two hours, like, it's okay. It's okay for you to take two hours for yourself in the middle of the day. And I'm like, you know what, yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'll typically, like, I'll do my workout, I'll shower, and then I'll make lunch. And I'll eat most of my lunch, and that's usually my lunch break. Then I'll get back to studying and finish up my lunch. That's just typically how my days go. And then I try really hard. It doesn't always work. But I try really hard to give myself Sundays off because it's helpful to have one day each week where I don't do any homework. And if I'm able to, sometimes I'll take a day during the week off. If I'm feeling super stressed or not in the right headspace, I'll just be like, okay, I can't get my homework done today. I'll push it off till later in the week. It's fine. So sometimes it's Sundays. Sometimes it's like a Wednesday or a Monday when I need to take my break, but I'll typically have one day a week where I don't do any schoolwork. I try to do that anyway. 
Moving on, my last tip is to show yourself some self-compassion and to be flexible. And like I said in the beginning of today's episode, I think that's the key. That really is the key. Um, Life happens and things, and you know, for me, anxiety happens and overwhelm happens. And I know a lot of people deal with that. I know a lot of students deal with that, with anxiety. Um, And I mean, if you need to talk to someone, I mean, feel free to reach out to me if you want. Otherwise, like, definitely look for professional help if you feel like you need it or reach out to friends if you're starting to feel super overwhelmed or anxious with your studies. Like, show yourself that compassion. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to take a break if you need to. Like, if you're working right now so hard on school or work and just everything and you haven't had a break in a really long time, like, give yourself the permission to take a break. Give yourself the permission to, you know, do whatever you need to do in order to give yourself a break and, like, not stress yourself out so much. Um, anyway, I I get what I can done. And that's what I tell myself at the end of the day. I'll, I'll get disappointed in myself, honestly. It'll be the end of the day and I didn't complete my to-do list and I'll feel disappointed. But then I try to remind myself, you know what? It's one day. You did what you could. It's not like you were just sitting on your phone all day. And even if, like, I do have a day where I needed to just sit on my phone or watch movies or something all day, it was because I physically and, like, emotionally and mentally was not in the right space to be getting work done. And so, in that instance, it was still productive of me to do that. It's not like I've been sitting and doing nothing for weeks. Like, I still am getting things done. You know what I mean? But the point is, I try to tell myself, you got what you could done with the time that you were given. And that's all that you can do. And stressing yourself out and telling yourself that you can do it all and and then coming up short and not being able to do it all, that's so unhealthy. And I think it is healthy to... Okay. Let me, like, I'm struggling to find the words here. What is healthy and what you should be doing and what I strive to do is at the end of the day, if you look at your to-do list and you don't have everything accomplished that you were hoping to get accomplished, sit back and say, I did what I could with the time that I was given. And that's all that I can do. And then cut yourself the slack to not worry about it. And still take the break that you need. As long as you're prioritizing and you're getting what needs to be done, done. If you can't get the rest of your to-do list done, it's it's not the end of the world. Like, it's okay if you push it off. Because there's always going to be a to-do list. There's always going to be more that you can be doing. But it do- it doesn't mean that you need to be doing it all the time. It's okay to take time for yourself. And I, I find that really hard to do. For myself personally, I find that really hard to do, but it's important to have that self-compassion and that understanding. And it's also important to be flexible. If you don't get everything done on your to-do list, that's okay. Again, as long as you're prioritizing, it's completely fine to push it off until later in the week. I know we live in a society where they say that procrastination is like the worst thing ever. You have to just go, 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 get it all done now. But if you're not physically mentally, emotionally able to, then don't, (laughs) you know, unless you absolutely have to. 
And again, that's where the prioritization really is essential as well. I think the two most important tips out of today's episode, if you take anything from it, is to prioritize your lists, prioritize what needs to get done, and then be flexible about it. I think that's how you're going to find balance because you need to be productive, but you also need to have time for yourself. So prioritize what needs to get done so you can still be productive, but have the flexibility to push things off so you can be mentally stable, you know? Um, yeah, those were, those were all my tips. <laughs> that's kind of how I manage everything right now. Um, I hope this episode was helpful. If you guys took anything away from it, please feel free to reach out on either my personal Instagram or the podcast Instagram. Both are listed in the show notes. Make sure to reach out. Let me know if this episode helped you at all. Um, if there was something I said that really stuck out to you. Um, yeah, follow on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. And yeah, I mean, I don't like I said in last week's episode, I end my episodes with and my phone calls. Very awkward because I have no idea how to end them. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. And I will just talk to you guys all next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>